guys. Welcome back to Love That For You. Um, I'm Jules. I'm Viv. You... Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Just wanting to introduce ourselves again if anyone here is new. Um, this is our 11th episode. Which 11. Is crazy. That's absurd. Yeah. yeah. Can't believe that. And this has all been during quarantine, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 11 weeks. Sitting on the floor right now in my room and... We have a fun episode today, but we have some fun stories to share. Yeah. Did we just introduce ourselves? Yeah. Yeah. We did. Okay. okay. <laughs> my allergies are definitely getting to my <laughs> She's head. Like, I'm going to sneeze the entire time. <laughs> okay. Well, and think instead of where are you in the world today, we're going to do a little bit. So I had shared, what am I saying? Okay. Instead of? Instead of um, where are you in the world, we're going to do a little bit of, I'm going to share some stories that you guys sent in to me through DMs on Instagram because I had shared that on May 5th. It was the day that I had DM'd Pat. And it was just like you slid right, yeah, slid into, right into the DMs and a lot of you guys are asking, you know, how that went. So briefly, a little bit about that. I we had for some of you who were like, can you share the story? So here it is. We knew each other from high school, which I think I've mentioned before, um, but we uh, he's six years older, so we didn't go at the same time. So I kind of knew who he was, but whatever, time passed and, you know, we weren't even friends. We were nothing. And then I forget, eventually we were looking on each other's Instagrams and we were liking each other's photos. And back then I had zero people following me, so I could see every time that he liked a photo. And I was like, this is weird. So Isn't I that like the his. best feeling too? Yeah. And, and I was just like, like, ooh. Yeah. And I was like, this guy's so cute. Something is brewing over here. Yeah. So then a few days went by and I remember talking to my brother and kind of like asking him if I should just DM him because I didn't think that he was going to do it after your, days. Sorry, your older brother or your younger yeah, brother? Yeah, my older brother. Okay. Um, and then he was like, just do it. Like we have nothing to lose. And I was like, yeah, and we didn't live. I don't know. Whatever. You have nothing to lose. Nothing Ooh. to lose. <laughs> so I did it. And I think I just said... I literally said, this is a fun game we're playing, which is so lame. No, that is not lame. That is calling him out on his For shit. For liking each other's photos. Yeah. Like, haha, like, ha, what ha. are you doing? Right, exactly. Like, I see you, and uh, are you ever going to do anything about it? It's like... Yeah, and I think his response was, I'm glad that you reached out. I don't think I would have had the guts. <laughs> I'm glad that you reached out. Yeah. I don't think I would have had the guts to do that and I was yeah like, ha, because men can suck. be cowards <laughs> so that's like the short story basically and then we were you know I and then I ended up giving him my number after oh my DMing God. I was like PJO if yeah. you're listening to this what the hell yeah <laughs> and guys I said I love you first so and I never thought I would do that but brings me to so I shared that on my Instagram and then I had people who were responding and they were like, oh my God, love that, can you share? And then I also had people who were saying that they did the same thing. And then once they put it out there for everyone to like share their story, right. I got so many DMs flooded with like, That's awesome. this is what happened, so. I can't wait to hear a couple because you ha I haven't yeah. really been following too closely. Sorry, I don't follow you actually. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I'm excited. So, well, before we go into those stories, yeah. girls, step up, do your thing. Yeah. Because I mean, I should take my proof. own advice though because yeah. I'm like, oh, he liked me on Hinge. Okay, let me just wait 10 years for him to say hi. Yeah. We also had some stories that were like, I made the first move, you know, and we like dated and now we're like really good friends. Like it doesn't always have to be like this happy, perfect love story, but like it's nothing to regret. Yeah. Which is so cool. I like mm. that too. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to have the expectations that you set out for it just because you said hi yeah. first or just because you have a relationship doesn't yeah. mean it has to be yeah i mean i need to take my own take your own yeah okay okay so share some i'm All excited right. share a few if you're listening and if you have a similar situation please go ahead and let us know because we'd love to hear it this one is so cool lex 
is her first name. She okay. DM'd me and she said, I love these. A couple months ago, I was boarding a flight home from Miami and I noticed the most handsome guy waiting in the same terminal. Wait, my jaw is literally dropping Yeah, right I'm now. excited. <laughs> I haven't even read it yet. <laughs> Once I was in my seat, the person sitting next to me asked someone to switch seats with them. I looked up and the guy from the terminal smiled and then sat down next to me. No. We only spoke a few words because I was too hungover slash nervous to engage. Stop. Two hours later, I woke up with my head pressed against <gasps> his shoulder. We laughed and talked until we got off the plane, but didn't exchange any contact info. As soon as I was in my Uber home, I stalked his life. I followed his Instagram and slid right into those DMs. We've laughed together every day since. Sometimes you have nothing to lose other than never seeing them again. I don't know if they're dating, but... Wait, but how did she find... If they didn't exchange any personal information, how did she... I guess they talked and maybe like got oh, his name or something. Oh, 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 I see. Yeah. Oh, my God. Love That's that amazing. Wait, I need to know <laughs> like the current situation. I know. I need, please update us, Lex. <laughs> please, if you're listening. That's awesome. Wait, I'm just going to say that I feel like growing up, and I still do, I call them boyfriend moments. Mm -hmm. So, and my girlfriends from high school, if they're listening, which I hope that they are at some point, but they're going to laugh at me because I'd be walking on the beach with my parents, which is still my reality at 26 <laughs> years old, and I would see... I'd be, you know, just like walking with my parents, like I just said, and I'd be like, this is such a boyfriend moment. Like this is like something you'd want to do with a boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> so I like go through life thinking, thinking like all the this is a boyfriend moment right now or like, you know, sitting at an open like patio deck with live music and sunset. Oh. I'm like, this is a boyfriend moment <laughs> <laughs> or like even like what her story is sitting on the uh, on the airplane. That is like, like a movie holding. Yeah. Like holding someone's hand being like, this is a boyfriend moment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. So that. Yeah. I love that. She had that uh, that story to tell. Yeah. OK. This one. My best friend of 12 years and I were hanging out together early last fall and we both knew we liked each other, but we're, we, I guess we were nervous to make the first move. I couldn't take the tension and just blurted out, if you want to make a move, just do it. And he kissed me. <laughs> this is definitely the best, most understanding relationship I have ever been in. He's definitely my soulmate. Oh he my says God. that if I wouldn't have said that, he would have been too scared to do anything. Are you kidding? Right? Girls have intuition. We oh, know. We know. Guys are scared and girls know. That's just the bottom line. Boys go to Jupiter to get more stupider. What's the, one? What's the other one? <laughs> Girls go to heaven? Girls go to girls? Oh, man. I used to sing that yeah. all the time. Wait, mm -hmm. th that's amazing. And you know yeah. what that reminds me of? You know the trend on TikTok? I freaking love TikTok. But you know the trend <laughs> on TikTok that... Um, the girls like will set up their phone and they'll be like sitting next to their best guy friend and all of a sudden they'll like grab their face and kiss them and it's the yeah. trend to like see their reaction yeah, yeah, yeah. and oh, i don't I've know i don't know how many of them are like actually true yeah. that like you know some of them look real some of them do look real one was like, like at a frat oh! party or like some college party <laughs> all oh the guys were like oh my god that's yeah. awesome i remember one time in college Connor Golden, if you're listening to this, I freaking love you. <laughs> but uh, my friend Connor was like, Viv, like, I just, I want to kiss you. And I'm like, Connor, maybe before like my senior year or like before we graduate. We'll kiss. And I remember, yeah, we'll kiss. And he's so cute. And we were friends. Yeah. Oh. We were at a bar and it was like, he asked me this probably like one of the first like several weeks of freshman year. And it must have been like that. So that's fall. And then it must have been like springtime 
of of freshman year and I remember I mean I was a little tipsy so I'm just <laughs> of you <course>. know <laughs> as we are a little uh, a little liquid courage but I remember I was like I'm gonna kiss Connor <laughs> and I just like grabbed him and kissed him I found him like in the stairwell and his facial expression that. was just like what is happening <laughs> uh, you guys yeah. just stayed friends yeah he's awesome I mean we not like daily yeah, you know yeah. conversations he's just the best he's yeah. such good energy and he's such a good guy so yeah. connor love you okay <laughs> okay <laughs> all right i'll read two more um this one says i met my boyfriend at a bonfire four years ago i was there to meet his friend but liked him instead i sent him a text the next day and we literally said i love you three weeks later and now we're together for four years no before i met him i literally thought i was asexual i'm not one to throw around the i love yous <laughs> stop you Wait, go, girl. These, these are amazing. Wow. Really, though, what do you have to lose? Yeah. I mean, heartbreak. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, but if you're just making the first move, the first, you're not in the right. your heart is not going to be crushed after one, you know. Well, the I first mean, move. it might be if you've been like envisioning mm-hmm. your whole entire life with this person. Yeah, if it's like your best <laughs> friend, do. maybe. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> this one's not like a love. This is okay. I made the first move on my ex. I went, so they're not dating anymore, but I went straight up to him at a party and told him I thought he was cute. I kissed him first and told him I loved him first. We were together over a year and are still very good friends to this day. Since then, I made the first move on a majority of other relationships slash flings. My mom always told me that men don't know what they want and to always be decisive. That stuck with me. Shit. I I mean, (laughs) yeah, that is a damn kind of moment because... Especially like, I mean, I know you're in the relationship, but me being single, I, wow, that just like empowered me I to know. really like take like, it things does, into You know, my they're own still hands. friends now and she doesn't regret it. She's like, yeah. that was a, like something my mom has always said, or just like people is like, even in your past relationships, like you'd rather love than like not love at all. Right. You know, and like you can't regret the relationships because they were meaningful at the time. Yeah. So it's like. That's so true. And like, it's okay to be in several relationships in your lifetime. Like, this is a whole nother episode. That's a whole nother episode. And I'm so for like being single for a good amount of time. Someone DM'd me and they were like, oh, I wish this would happen to me. Like, I'm so single. And I was like, there are pros to both and cons. Oh, yeah. Trust me. Like, I think I'm too comfortable with being single. I think (laughs) that's my issue. (laughs) What'd you say? I think you are too. (laughs) Uh, No. Another episode. But... Yeah, that's that's awesome. That that last message, I mean, all of them are so empowering, but that last message with what her mom said yeah. is is so true. Yeah. Men don't know what they want. No. And you know what? They might know what they want, but they're too shy at the like Right. They're like, too Pat shy was to never do gonna it. say anything. He was never gonna give me his number. Because I think men really hurt from rejection. Yeah. Or like and they hide it. Yeah, they hide it. Oh man, so many We're stereotyping every man out there. Sorry. We really are. <laughs> No, there there are such good men out there, and there are men that Definitely. will take things into their own hands. But I mean, this I think just the goes stereotype to show. is that men have to do it first, and that's what I'm trying yeah. to like oh. no switch that up because like a lot of girls have made the first move, yeah, and you can, and a lot of girls like some of my friends and like people I know will just wait for things to happen, and I'm like, then they're not gonna happen. Yeah, aka me, <laughs> my friend Viv. <laughs> Welcome. She's here. <laughs> She's my co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, just going off of those stories, which I hope that you enjoyed. And again, if you have a personal story or a friend of a friend's story or a friend's story or whatever Yeah, let me know because I'm saving them into a highlight on my DMs and I can always read more. And we could, yeah, we can open up. We can do a whole entire, I mean, this should be a whole entire episode. They just, 
it goes to show that like everything there's a possibility of a letdown in any of these things you know like putting yourself out there risking it and knowing that you can be rejected right not only in these relationships and this kind of segues perfectly into our conversation today is talking about letdowns and how to persevere through them and it could be it could be disappointments as a letdown it could be a hard fact no it could be just like hard nose letdowns disappointments and setbacks all of those kind of go into the same category and i think what we want to share is like this is maybe more of like a career business standpoint right. of things that have happened to us. And that's kind of the basis of this episode is to talk about like, you know, the no's, the setbacks, the disappointment, the things that we've been through to get us where we are today. And maybe at the time they absolutely sucked and it was almost like heartbreak in a sense, not yeah. in a relationship, but in yeah, like, or like frustration right. and anger and, you know, confusion. And that, like, you know, the world's ending and like why, you know. Or all these things happening, but then later realizing that like now they're just a story right. that we can tell. So we wanted to share some because and how you got through them. Yeah. yeah. So so we're gonna share our personal stories, just like specific stories that we've uh, that we've thought of that have happened. And we obviously know people go through everything at all different times and moments. And we know that some people go through crazy hardships. But these are just little things that have happened to us yeah. why don't you start um okay. with two of your stories and then i'll continue the first story is so when i i guess a few years ago before i had moved back to new york first thing that i wanted to do you know i wasn't making any money but i was living at home and i was just like all i want to do is go back to new york so i can like you know pursue this career and do whatever i have to do to make money this anything. career as in blogging yeah but i needed to make money to be able to go to new york and like pay rent and right live. of course so because my, you new know, york rent is absurd it's disgusting makes me sick so i have been babysitting i you know do that all the time so i was looking for like a full-time babysitting job okay. and i forget this one came he was kind of like this um high profile guy and it came to me a girl had reached out to me i guess maybe i put it like an application out there on some website i don't know mm. and it came to me and i looked him up and like he actually is like i'm not gonna say his name but he was a pretty high profile guy like a very like well-known person in new york and like that's a lot of new york people with mm -hmm. kids so i ended up like driving to the city one day to go interview it was like an interview at his office and I interviewed with him and whatever long story short he's like would you like to come to like my hamptons house this weekend and you can meet the kids, which a lot of people do. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. And it kind of caught me off guard because he was like this weekend and it was like Thursday. So I was like, I don't know if I can make this weekend happen. Right. But then in my mind, I'm going back and forth like, Julia, just do it. Like, just do it. You want this. This could be really like good money, high paying. It's going to get yeah. you where you want. So so it was that weekend and I ended up going and I drove four hours. This is my first time in the Hamptons and I'm never going back. <laughs> it's a It's a good drive. Yeah. And I hated it. So anyway well you had a bad experience I had a bad experience i go and he has a beautiful house this is the part that's just weird and it's kind of me being a little bit naive obviously like i'm thinking about the money and i'm thinking about good opportunity i wasn't scared yeah going into it you know nothing's gonna happen so i went and we're it's me and him at the house and i'm waiting for his kids to arrive he's not even the kids aren't is even he there married? yet he's divorced okay basically um we're waiting for his kids to get there and i just got like a weird vibe i was kind of just like this guy you know all of a sudden just kind of seems a little bit creepy to me and he seems a little bit like he cared more about his career than his kids 
and I kind of already had that feeling is high profile makes a shit ton of money. Yeah. So we're saying saying that you can't be nice. No, that's the problem. Yeah, he wasn't ended up like sitting next to me and just like kind of like trying to flirt. And I was like, okay, I'm getting a bad vibe. Like this is weird. Yeah. All he did was put his hand on my leg. And then for me, that was just like enough to be like, okay, this is, you know, no, you don't do that. Yeah. You don't know me. You're also like, you could be my dad. It's just freaking weird. So that was the extent of it. And I ended up meeting his kids. They came. But like after that, you know, nothing else. He didn't do anything. And he, you know, nothing else happened. But at that point, I just have like a weird vibe. But in my head still, I'm like, I'm going to stick this out because this could still be good money. I don't have to like the person. It's New York City. I get that like, you know. There's a lot of high profile people there with whatever's going on. So I, you know, was with his, you know, kids all weekend and he ended up just being such an asshole the whole weekend to me, kind of like just having me be his slave, like asking me to like bring him things. Like one time I was in the bedroom and he asked me to bring him his phone charger that was in another room, like just to bring him things and do things for him. That I was like, this isn't really part of the job. Right. Like you're here for the kids. Right. So I had like anxiety all weekend. I remember calling my mom like crying and she's like panicking. Like what's yeah. happening to you? I was yeah. like, nothing's happening. Like I'm totally safe. But I almost like got up and just started and wanted to drive home. But I waited out the whole weekend, which just to me at this point, looking back, I'm like, I'm still glad that I stayed because it just kind of showed me like what you're like giving me a look. Yeah. I'm like not glad that you stayed. I feel like your gut was very strong it in was. that moment. My gut was like, this is a bad idea. But then your head was like, money. My head was like, this is an opportunity for me to just get there. Right. Where like, that's where I'm like, no, Mm -hmm. like, listen to your gut because you know and you know that this is a bad situation and like there are other ways to then get where you want to be. Yeah. But I think what's relatable with your story is that a lot of people might find and like this is hard to talk about. Yeah, like it's not I understand that it's not maybe yeah. something I should have been more aware of and yeah. like should have left earlier. Yeah, totally. And I think that that's like a lesson to learn and like thank God that you are safe because not everyone has the right. same outcome in a story like that, but I think like the overall theme of this story is that you had such a goal in your head and like this yeah, this perseverance, is that the word? Yeah. I was just so determined yeah. to get there. And I was like, I'm going to do anything. Like drive four hours to the Hamptons, have a shitty weekend, drive four hours back, still negotiate money with this guy. Yeah. Eventually to realize that like I had found out that like some of my family members, friends have like known this per- this guy mm-hmm. and they were like, dude, he's not a good person. Yeah. And they knew. Yeah. So at that point we were just like, okay, we're done. Like, And then eventually it left my body and I was like, I'm glad that, you know, I don't want to work for someone like that no matter what, you know, no matter how bad I want to go back. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that it was um, now you're back at square one and you're now having to figure out other ways to get money. And like now you know that it's not maybe the best to find the the way to move to New York City is definitely not that way. Right. And I don't think like this person is that kind of guy so that's the story number one don't be naive but i don't think it's wrong to like want to you know go out of your comfort zone to like try and figure out ways to do things to get to your goal and that was like the only intention that i had yeah and i'm i don't regret it i just you know it was a lesson learned and that was it yeah for me my story i guess uh for anyone who has listened to the how i started my blogging you know that i was trying to uh trying to actually first go into pa school which is physician assistant school and i was getting denied and denied so 
uh, I did two rounds of applications. On my second round of applications, I, um, I had a family friend who had a connection to a school. I'm not going to name any names or anything, but a family friend had the connection. And so she just put in a good word for the physician assistant program and like left it at that. She wasn't in charge of the physician assistant program, but she um, was in the school system. Next thing I know, I get an interview for the PA school and I'm so excited. And um, my mom and I woke up at like 4 a.m., got dressed and tried to beat traffic somewhere in New York. So we are in the road, we are driving to it, hit so much traffic that I ended up being like 30, 45 minutes late for this interview. And so I'm already freaking out. I'm like, great, like this is such a bad first impression. But I'm like, you know what? It's fine. Like I can recover from this. And this is, you know, a great opportunity. Like, let me just go and let me just have a clear mind. Because if I go in with all this like frustration, I mean, I was sobbing in the car knowing that I was this much late. I just need to go. There's nothing you can do now. Right. There's nothing I can do now. And so let me just make this the best. Turn it around. Yeah. Thing that it can possibly be. So walk in and uh, the way that it was set up was that there were 15, maybe 10, 15 of us in a room that were all being interviewed that morning. Um, But it was like a group interview at first. And then each person was called specifically into this guy's office who was the head of the program. Everyone's there and I walk in and like that's the worst feeling ever Mm -hmm. is being so embarrassed. One, like you're so upset with yourself, but two, then like just being just knowing that everyone has an opinion and everyone's looking at you like, Ooh, like, yikes, that sucks. Like, yeah, sucks. I know it. Thank you. So I sit down and the head of the program, the guy who's in charge of the program is there leading this group interview. And like, he's really funny and really nice is the first impression that I get. And he's making jokes with everyone. And like, he welcomed me. He actually like smiled at me. And, you know, he made me feel not like a complete idiot for being late. So I'm like, okay, like this is going great. And so I'm writing out my thing and we had to do like a little essay, writing out my essay. Great. And then next thing you know, I get called in to a personal interview. Which you knew was going to happen. Which I knew was going to happen. And uh, it's with this guy. So we're walking down the hallway and here I am thinking like, great, like, oh my God, thank God he's nice. He's reasonable. Like he totally gets it. And like, this is going great. Like all optimistic. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Walking down the hallway and he's like, so how do you know? Blah, blah, blah. And he's referring to the family friend. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh yeah, like a family friend, this and that, whatever. And, uh, And then we go into his office and he sits down and in a blink of an eye, the entire mood completely changes. So it's just him and I. And he opens like his, you know, binder, I guess, where my resume is and whatever. And he was like... Did he know that you were late? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was there when I walked in. And he just, you know, it's like one of those like silences where you're waiting, like you sit down and then it's like, okay, let's get to business. Okay. Well, instead of let's get to business, it goes, I just want you to know that you're only here because of that family friend. And... I just remember having that like smile on my face and then blood erupts through your body. Yep. My knees went weak. My hands went weak. My arms like this literally going weak right now as I'm yeah as I'm telling the story and he was like but while you're here I mean yeah let's just you know look over your resume and he had such a different attitude feeling right and I just remember thinking like I am so mad that everyone outside has such a different like picture of what this guy is 
So I'm like, you know what, I'm going to take the high road and I'm just going to answer everything with a smile and I'm going to do my best job to just let this guy know that he is not affecting me. Where deep inside, I'm like literally in shambles. And so I answered all his questions and at the end, I'll never forget it. He said, are there any other questions? As in like, can you please like leave because this is a waste of time because you are not qualified at all to be in this program why did he even think that you're not qualified well he had mentioned you know like oh my grades like not the best but like oh like you did bring them up but like still not as good as like we would like to see this and that whatever and yeah like my grades I mean I'm what like a BA student like maybe a C in organic chem because who the hell understands organic (laughs) chem if you understand organic chem you are an angel Mm -hmm. and you are very blessed but yeah so I remember he said what's the you know, any other questions? And I asked, I said, what's the number one uh, quality in your students that are successful? Which is a great question. Yeah. Right. Thinking like maybe perseverance, maybe uh, maybe a quality mm-hmm. instead of like actual facts. And he goes, intelligence. Like just dead in the eye looking at dead you. Dead like, in the eye. This guy. Dead in the eye. He says in- mm-hmm. intelligence. And I go, thank you so much. And I stood up and I walked myself out. What a asshole. I literally, guys, this is like after being time and time and time again, just denied from PA schools. And then to have this opportunity to be hopeful, to think like, okay, things are clicking. And to then be told literally that you are dumb. I don't think I'm dumb by any means. Do I have to really study to learn things yes but yeah. like once I get things and understand things like it's in me and I and I get it and I can like you know teach others so holy crap to be told well, I think it just goes to show too that like you are gonna come across people that are just plain mean oh, for yeah. no reason Completely. and like you just have to un- understand that and deal with that he's just unhappy completely because he could have said it uh, so I remember yeah so I stood up and I was like thank you so much and I walked myself out and that I I'm pretty sure like I locked eyes with him for like 30 seconds and like I just like blew fire into his soul like you are just a downright mean person Mm -hmm. and uh and then I think the interview was over like I went back in the room I grabbed my things and my mom was still waiting for me outside and I just I I cried I cried the entire day I cried the entire drive home but yeah I after like sitting and sulking in that I my mom was like you cannot let this one person that's the whole point let you down that you cannot let this one person whatever this one person is saying to you however they're making you feel like that is not okay to let them then control your actions moving forward and uh and I didn't did it hurt yes do I still think about it do my does my body react to that yes like but the whole entire point of this story then I went on to going into nursing school to becoming a nurse to then having a blog and to then becoming successful like and where is he sitting at his desk right now like just tearing people down Yeah. yeah and so this whole entire story is yeah to just to just tell you that like it's going to hurt and you will come across these circumstances right. or these situations, I should say. You should feel those emotions because you are human, you know? And they're like, going to make you better. They are going to make you better and they, they'll make you humble and they'll make you empathetic. So like I think that if you are going through or if you have gone through things, like don't hold it in a way that like you're just then mad at the world and you stop and you let those people seriously control you from then like 
finding success or to continuing to find success because then they're just women winning in the end and and yeah I would have never you know applied or or continued Mm -hmm. my education if I let this guy get to me so oh yeah that was a you will come across those people and to me I'm always wondering to myself like why like how and why are so many people like that yeah because even if he doesn't think you're qualified he could have been like listen you know you're really great and I think you're gonna go really far and like motivate you right but be like but I don't think this job is gonna be right for you because of these reasons and you know I want to help you blah blah right which which would still hurt you know, right, but because in such it's, a different way. It's a different way. It's a way that you still have respect for that person. And I think that's a huge thing that it's it's about respect. Like, did I lose respect for that man? Yes. Was he saying something that he could have said in totally different words? Yes. But like the way that he decided to say it, it's like, who even are you? Yeah. And who are you to tell me that like, I'm dumb? And that's just life. Yeah. And, and you will come across yeah. those people, but definitely do not. And always take the high road too, you know? Yeah. Like, I think that's a huge thing is, is holding your own respect, keeping respect for yourself, and don't don't let yourself stoop down to yeah. those people's levels. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and, like, you're struggling. I'm sure you have, related, like, other stories yeah. that have happened that yeah. really relates to that, so. Yeah. So this story um, happened a few years ago before I was full-time blogging but I was still living at home and I went to I got invited to my like my first event ever and I was so freaking excited and it was all the way in New York obviously so I was like I'm gonna drive up there like of course I'm gonna go when when you're like so excited about those things those little like yeah that obstacle of driving four hours or whatever yeah it does not matter don't even think twice right so I got invited I won't say whatever I you know who doesn't matter who it is, but it was a really cool event and it was like a sit down at first and there was a guest there who got to talk about whatever. So I went, drove up two hours, um, waited in line to get in, got my name like checked off the list that I was invited and I was like, this is amazing. Like this is what I've always wanted. Right. You're like living out what yes. you've always jumped up. Yeah. First event ever. Cool. So I got in, we sat down, had the little, um, what do they call it? Like orientation or like just assembly where the yeah. guest was talking. She... um got up and then just you know everyone's having like a few drinks and food and we get to talk to them after so I was kind of like waiting in line to like just chat and be like I'm a big fan yeah it wasn't even like super famous but yeah you know in our world I was like oh I'm looking up to you right and so which is a lot it means a lot it did there's like a line of probably I mean there's probably like 50 people there maybe more but there was like a line of people waiting to talk to her and kind of just like let them know that like whatever you wanted to say so finally like 20 minutes go by and I get my chance and I'm like hi like my name is Julia I'm such a big fan like I've been following you for this long blah blah and she goes wait right here I just need to go help somebody real quick and then I'll come talk to you and I was like oh, okay no problem I watched her walk into the door right next to me literally a foot I'm waiting and I'm she's like I'll be right back and I'm like okay so she goes into the door I don't know what she does yeah. goes to help somebody five minutes she comes back and she just walks right past me like she just totally forgot that I existed was there and the thing is is like i'm very like i want to see both sides or i'm like oh maybe she really did just like forget yeah which to but still i'm like no 
No, because like, then I, I was there I back was, in her path. Yeah, like you looked right at me. I'm in your yeah. path. Like you were talking and it was just, I don't know. A letdown. Yeah, it was a letdown. And even if she did like forget or like got sidetracked, it's still to me like it's not like there was like a thousand people there yeah. where like you're doing so many things. Like you still saw me right. time and time again after right. that. And like part of me is like, oh, why didn't I go back up to her and right. kind of like hold my ground and be like, hey, right. I was talking to you. Like give me that like two minutes that I deserve. But I just at that point had like a bad taste in my mouth and I was yeah. like, this isn't worth it. Like, you know, I don't regret going to the event because I still like learned and had a good time. But it was right. just one of those moments where I was like, OK. And also like, OK, is this how every is this how the world is? Right. You know, and so that could be a little bit of a of, of a hurdle to like mentally get through is like, is this something you really want to do? Is everyone in this industry kind well, of that's what the thought that, I had? Yeah. With I that like, attitude. I went home and telling my parents and I was like, it's just the industry. It's just the fashion industry. It's just like how people are. Yeah. And no, it's not. It's not. And like, I was and just so disappointed and like, yeah, you know. but I think in that story, like, I'm glad that like you still continue to do your blogging because then like here you are and like here you are so approachable too, you know, yeah. and like, I think if anything, it like teaches you a lesson of what not to be. Well, that was always my question. I was always like, why are people not approachable? Why are you holding this event and to talk to people? Right. And then to have that one little thing in the back of your, your mind being like, oh, I'm going to like just pretend that didn't happen or I'm right. going to like let that girl like, I don't know what she was thinking, but right. obviously that's my thought. And that's yeah. all that matters in this situation. It's yeah. like now I don't really look up to you like I did because I got right. a bad taste. Right. So. Yeah. Do you have another short one? I mean, I have I have a story that's just kind of like, you know, it's not anything crazy, but this one was just I had an interview with a brand, a huge brand. This was an interview for just another job, you know, wasn't anything to do with blogging, but it was like a social media interview. So I went to it and I had, I think, like four different rounds of this interview as if I'm interviewing for like Goldman Sachs. Yeah. And it was for like social media. And I was yeah. like, what? You know, so I had the interview. I think I did like a really good job. And like, I'm I don't know. Not a great interviewer, but I feel like I knew what I was talking about. And I think we had like great conversation. And that was what, you know, stood out to me was like a good interview should be like you're connecting with someone, not necessarily like, you know, all the answers. Right. Exactly. You know? So that was great. And, you know, she called me and she told me that like, you know, I was amazing and she loved me and she thinks that I'd be right for two other parts, but not this one. And I was like, perfect. That's fine with me. Like, as long as you think I'm you know, a great fit for something. Right. Because <laughs> I wanted to like work for that company. <laughs> right. At that point, you're yeah. willing to do anything to just get your yes. foot in the door. So I like followed up and followed up and kept following up and had the interview with the other two jobs. And she still was giving me like this great feedback and was like being over the top, like so nice. And then I just didn't hear from her and eventually kept following up like, I don't know, I'd probably follow up like every two weeks. Like that's how annoying I was. <laughs> yeah. But like at the time I was just like, you have to do what you have yeah. to do. And then she was like, you know, we ended up going with someone else. And like, yeah, fine. That happens all the time. But to me, it was like, why are you being so overly nice telling misleading. me? Misleading. Yeah, so misleading. Later, now I'm actually like working with the brand in a different way. Yeah. So to me, it's like so cool that I was able to do that. But it's just like. Yeah, but I think that one is so relatable because how many times do you hope for a job, right? You hope for a job, you dream of a job, and then you either don't get it or it's led on like like your story or you you do get it or you you know like I don't know something yeah. happens and it's it hurts and at, in the moment you're kind of like why is this happening and yeah. how frustrating is this and how you know overwhelming in ways is it and but then I think once you just like have faith that things will always work out is when you just kind of 
allow yourself to let go of those situations and like here you are working with them in ways that you probably hadn't even dreamt of no and better ways that yeah like you could have ever even tried to work with them sign like just be patient like right you know this isn't how you're you want to work with this company it'll come later but I think the other part of me like I have so many like little stories about like the hustle because it's like how many times have we been in New York where we've like you know changed on the streets right. brought carried bags around with right. us like all over the city yeah you or know you get laughed at or you get the eye rolls or you get you know yeah. the stares or you get the little like chirps you know when people walk by chirps as in like you know they make the little comments yeah. or it happens all the time but like that's just life and it's up to you whether you let those stop you from doing what you want to do or letting those kind of fuel you and say you know what I am gonna do this and I'm gonna prove you wrong because I believe in myself and I though and I know that at the end at the end of the day I'm going to accomplish the things that I want to accomplish so yeah I think that that interview is such like a good example of the setback and I think that's something that so many people go through I mean I know my friends that go through rounds of interviews Mm -hmm. only to be told I know it's crazy it's like wait hold on you wasted a month and a half right but it's not wasted should be a lesson learned I mean in times of some of these stories there may or may not be but it's all overall a lesson and just like you know keep going move to the next yeah and I even in the moment my family would always be like, Julia, you're fine. Keep going. And it's so hard to it's hear. It's so hard. And I'm like, no, like I'm done. Like this is so it's stupid. Also, it's also frustrating. I really, oh, my brother kills me with this. He, whenever I say something, and I think you kind of have the same situation with Pat, whenever mm-hmm. I'm complaining about something, <laughs> right? Yeah. And the person just says, for instance, my brother, I'll be complaining about something. Well, Viv, well, okay, why look don't you look at, at it this way? I'm like, can you just stop yeah, you want for someone five to just... seconds and just tell me, oh, yeah, man, like that really sucks. Like I feel that for you. And like, man, like just get mad with me. Yeah. You know, like feel Agree my with pain. Me, even if you don't. <laughs> and so, so recently, this has happened a couple of times with my brother. And recently I'm like, man, can you just for two, literally two seconds just say two words that makes me feel like you feel my pain mm-hmm. and then let's talk about how we right. get through it you know that you're gonna there's ways you know that it's right. a complaint but, obviously <laughs> but just tell me that you also feel the anger and the frustration yeah. first and then okay once yeah. once i know that like you know like, you okay Julia, like, get over yourself okay yeah. then you know yeah let's move on but yeah so i'm gonna share one other story this one I'm a little nervous to say because he follows me on Instagram, but I don't know if he listens to the podcast. Anyways, there's this guy that I know and uh, and there's really no bad blood, but I'm just sharing this story just to share it because I think that there's a lesson to be learned on both sides. But there's this guy that I know and like we don't really know each other very well, but I and I forget what their connection is, but there's some connection, maybe mutual friends or something. And about two years ago, we started following each other on Instagram and uh, he seemed great and he posts a lot of like, two years ago being when like you had just started. When I so. had just started. And so I maybe I was at like 3,000 or 4,000 followers on Instagram at this point and yeah like he's always sharing like photography and really great like good vibes like good energy you know optimistic positive encouraging messages 
and uh and I thought for him like he's trying to get into photography as well so I felt like we kind of connected on like the hustle of trying to do things and so I'm gonna pull it up so I posted this Instagram story and there's a screenshot from Pinterest and it was a box and it was three check boxes and it said single taken and then the last checkbox said, building an empire, finding myself, healing myself, loving myself, being passionate, getting fit, growing friendships, meeting new people, making new memories. Which like you guys have probably seen these little like memes, stuff yeah. like that all the time. And I remember and I wrote at the bottom of that, this right here in all caps with two exclamation marks and like an arrow and the checkbox being checked on the last one right. with that like little paragraph building an empire finding myself blah 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 and uh and he replied to it and he said and just to give you a little like background story at this time when i'm posting this i'm fresh out of my relationship that mm-hmm. was completely heartbroken my grandfather what a little vulnerable <laughs> very vulnerable my grandfather was in- incredibly sick uh he goes quote unquote building an empire with i want to say a 20 laughing emoji faces it's funny and then he goes you slay me ha 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 and i go just you watch why is that funny in all caps he goes ha ha just the empire part made me giggle i'm waiting and ready to see the empire build with the rock star emoji like the rock hand what what do you call this yeah rock star the rock star hand you know the like horns kind of looking emoji hands and uh i remember just i love that you still have that i still have that look at me now bitch almost kind (laughs) of a almost yeah the response is kind of like how uh you know well that's just to show that like people no matter what are going to try and put you down they don't want to see other people succeed but i think what what really bothered me in that in that moment was that this was someone that i thought was kind of like encouraging and someone that would be on my side to be like yes like you go like do it For and example, instead a of letdown. like right such a letdown and such like a sarcastic kind of dig like Did he answer Oh, I had said mad at you. And then I forget. I don't know. The conversation continues. And I remember finally like voicing my opinion to him being like, I just don't understand why you would say something like that, especially since like we kind of have a connection through mutual friends. Like this is just upsetting that you would make such a sarcastic comment. And I don't think it's me being sensitive. I th- And maybe, you know, yeah, like I'm sensitive and emotional. Yeah, but whatever. like, I think the the point of this is like, why even say something mm-hmm. if it's not going to be taken there's so much truth to what he said you know what i mean ways to say like he was he wasn't joking when he said it he was kind of like you actually think right like you actually think that you're gonna do something you build an empire you slay me like what? yeah that is just so unnecessary i think that's the word it's so unnecessary and like if you're not going to be cheering someone on you're not going to build somebody up then just don't say anything you know especially if your intentions are not genuine behind it like i would have so appreciated no comment to that or like uh i wish you the best and like you got this right you know even if you don't think so right who cares so stupid um so so yeah so then i went on to building an empire and still building it i'm kidding i mean the empires you know i i don't even like that term but are my goals huge yeah and are they still huge of course are are they they happening yeah are they happening yes am i making them happen yes and yeah i'll never i really i really will never forget that i mean i have it screenshotted so i can't remember it but uh 
that instance really stuck with me. So if you ever have, and you know, it might be, I think worst case scenario, it might be your parents that don't really believe in you. It might be your best friends. It might be um, your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your grandparents or your siblings or anyone, you know, your coworkers, your boss, your whoever it is, like may not believe in you, but it's up to you to believe in yourself, to be your best cheerleader. Oh, Rem is coming in. Rem is my best cheerleader. <laughs> no, but I think it's like, you know, I have so many more stories like this and there's just been so many times where like, why is this not like for the podcast? Yeah. We're like, why is this just not simple? Why? Yeah. The podcast is a great example. We're still dealing with you know, trying to make everything perfect. But there's just so many, I think I look at it differently now than when I looked at it back then. It's now like, okay, you know, this is happening because I'm going to figure it out. And eventually, you know, it'll be worth it. Right. And it just every situation is always going to be a little different. Like the letdown is always going to be just a little different. You know, you might, again, it might be a hard no, it might be someone being completely passive aggressive, it might be someone. Yeah being sarcastic it might be a technical issue but whatever it is it's a hurdle that like you have to know that you just need to get through you need to jump over and you need to just continue doing your absolute best and not stopping for anyone else except yourself like if you at the end of the day don't want to do something anymore and you've like put in time and thought about it then like you're the only one who can stop yourself I also think like I'm not trying to claim to be like to say that all the decisions I've made have been like the perfect right ones or you know obviously some of them are mistakes but they're still like lessons learned and I don't like regret anything yeah overall it's just about like there are going to be setbacks there's going to be disappointments letdowns if we keep saying and you just have to like get through them and almost look back like, be like I will look back at that and right you know like thank god that didn't work out because yeah. who knows exactly that's how I that's... think with so many of them now I kind of know you know to follow my gut intuition t- next time and yeah to, because I also think like our gut how many times do we know what to actually do and then we just like don't do yeah. it just because we think like our mind overtakes it and we just think like oh it's okay like it's all gonna be okay it's all gonna work out and then at the end of at the end of the day it's like oh like no I knew this the whole entire way through yeah so many of those moments so many of those moments but yeah I mean we hope that this episode if you're going through something if you've gone through something we hope that you can relate to us and find some type of inspiration or motivation to keep going to think outside of the box to be grateful for those moments that set you back that were disappointments that were hard nose realize Um, that one day you're going to look back and be able to tell those stories yeah and to really look inward to yourself and be your best friend and best supporter and cheerleader I think that's like my number one takeaway from this is to just keep going and to not let anyone truly stop you unless it's yourself yeah and I had written all of these stuff down in my notes every time they happened because I was like, I'm so going to write a book one day mm-hmm. or just like, you know, I wanted to share at some point. Thank God we're able to do that on this. But that's all for today, guys. We hope that you enjoyed this podcast episode. Maybe we can do an episode if you guys want to send in. We can like reiterate this on Instagram, but stories that you guys, similar stories to this that you guys have gone through. Yeah. And um, it could be anything just under the theme of being let down yeah. in some way, shape or form. Yeah cool yeah all right guys hope you guys enjoyed that and we will see you in the next episode can't wait peace bye guys